Hello and welcome to the Violin Geek Podcast. I'm Laurel Thompson, and today I want to talk about first impressions. This is practice tidbits number seven, and I was inspired to record this because I was working today with a student who had this kind of droopy arm syndrome and collapsed wrist thing going on. Everything was just kind of droopy. And we found out that it was kind of related to shyness and confidence about the piece that she was playing. But it took us into a conversation about making a good first impression and how your first impression when you perform is not your first note. And that might seem a little bit strange to think about because we're often so focused on the notes when we're performing, whether classical music or any other sort of genre of music. Same thing with public speaking. We think, okay, well, my first impression is the first word I say and the rest of my speech. But it's really not. It's that first glimpse that an audience has of you. And whether we like it or not, that audience will make a judgment about us based on how we look, how we present ourselves, what our posture's like, and they'll already have decided, you know, not 100%, but to some degree, what the performance will be like. So, you know, we have to work with that, unfortunately. It's not fair. I mean, some people just might, you know, have a certain posture, like this student, you know, she was feeling shy. Well, it's, it's fair to feel shy, you know, but if you walk out there and it's your recital and you're feeling shy and unconfident, well, that's gonna come across to the audience and, and if you can envision right now going and seeing a performance where someone comes onto stage and they're kind of, you know, a little bit slouchy shoulders and, you know, kind of nervous looking, you're probably going to think, ah, they may not be that good. Whereas if someone comes out on stage, and I've totally seen this as well, someone comes out on stage and they have this, you know, great, confident shoulders back, head held high thing going on, and you think, wow, they're a real performer, they must be really good. You know, I'll bet you half the time, if you listened blindly to their performance versus someone someone else who's maybe not quite as flamboyant or elegant looking or whatever, that um, there may not be much of a difference. Um, but in our mind, you know, we are visual creatures as humans and I mean, we don't have, we don't have scent like a dog, you know, and, you know, we certainly don't have eyesight like an eagle, but, but still, you know, sight is, is most people's first, um, first sense that they really use to, to determine what's happening in their environment, unless you're blind, of course, but, you know, for, for, for most, most humans. So it's really important. And, I want to encourage you to take this even into your practice. So with this student, we were talking about kind of creating almost like this Star Trek teleporter right in front of her music stand where she could step into this feeling of being that elegant, confident violinist who has, who has it under control. And there's just no sense of... Um, hesitation, shyness, like any of it. And being an actress, you know, if it's not in your personality, you can just kind of be an actress about it and fake it till you make it, right? I also wanted to share um, a little tidbit <laughs> from a few years back when I was uh, with one of my colleagues and friends. She's a pianist and we were going up to San Francisco to go shopping for a performance. And she was telling me how she has just, you know, she, she has just closed for performances 
And, um, you know, I think if we perform, we all kind of have clothes just for performances, right? Or at least, you know, semi-formal and formal clothes that, that we pretty much wouldn't wear otherwise. But her saying that, you know, that she buys clothes just particularly for these performances in mind and even practices in them sometimes. I thought that was really interesting. Like, wow, you know, I've never really practiced in performance outfits. I mean, half the time, you know, I'm wearing normal clothes or even pajamas, right? Um, I'm at home. I want to be comfortable. But, but, you know, she says whenever I put on, you know, she like the silk top or the skirt or, you know, the high heeled shoes, then she says it immediately kind of teleports her into that feeling of elegance and, um, you know, taking what she's doing seriously. And seriously, not in, you know, like a, a drudgery type of way, but, but seriously as an artist. So that's really what I want to impart, that that first impression is not your first note. It really is you creating an artist's persona and whatever type of artist you see yourself as, whether it be a classical artist or some sort of, who knows, maybe you're a punk rock artist, you know, but, but that persona is going to, is going to precede that, that first note. And it's important to create something that uh, is aligned with what you want to present. Uh, similarly with your website, you know, if you are a professional and you have a website and you're trying to get work, it's really important to have your website present you as as you want to be seen and you know we don't all have thousands of dollars to make the perfect website I mean you know my website could use some overhauls I often think about but you know there is sort of a, a time and, and money and energy factor as well but just do the very best you can to get the photos and um, the text and everything you want as you want it to give that first impression because they're going to see that website and that photo way before they listen to your first note, you know, on one of those MP3 players on the on your site for sure. So I encourage you to take this idea into your practicing and into your performance, of course. But um, but it is important to practice as if we are going to perform, and not like running through each piece just as if we're, uh, you know, really doing the concert, but with that same sort of posture, that's a big key word there, posture, and um, that same kind of intention for presenting ourselves. So if your intention is, you know, let's say it's in more of a classical violinist mode, it might be elegance, poise, um, you know, it might be, maybe you're playing pieces that are more fiery and lively, you know, having that. Maybe you're playing pieces that are more, um, modern and fun, you know, it's just like whatever it is, take that into your persona and, and be that actor or that actress that can present that to an audience because you're also an, an entertainer when you're performing. And as classical musicians, we often don't really think of ourselves as entertainers. You know, we all wear black and, and unless we're a soloist, of course, but, you know, we're just trying to do justice to the composer and fit in as a group, but they're, you know, figuring out, okay, what's the group's intention and how do I fit into that and, and help to support that. Um, also in your practice, I'd really recommend having a mirror close at hand. And if you can set up a practice space where you have that mirror, maybe a full length mirror where you're not going to be staring at yourself the whole time, but just there and kind of out of the corner of your eye, or if you need to look over and check and see if you know, your bow angles right or whatever, it's so helpful and it really keeps you 
from you know developing those bad habits like slouching and um, you know bow arm elbow at the side and just kind of this almost you know it looks kind of lazy and if you see someone playing and they look kind of lazy you get kind of bored and you know you feel kind of slouchy and lazy yourself uh, totally go test this out and you know I'm, I'm pretty much 100% certain that you'll find that wow I do make these these judgment calls um, even with you know just just meeting someone on the street you know you've kind of already made a judgment about them and it's just it's our mind it's human nature and it's not going to change so we have to work with it and we have to make a good first impression if we want all of the hard work that we put into our practice time to really pay off because that's the worst thing when your persona how you present yourself on stage does not match with how good you actually are you know, <laughs> it's like, oh, I practiced, you know, eight hours a day for, for months and months for this performance. Oh, but I, I looked kind of, you know, like, like I wasn't that serious. I wasn't that quote unquote good of a player. So then people thought, ah, she's really not that good. Um, because again, you know, it's visuals first and, and hearing is second. So take that to heart and let me know how it goes. You can always send me an email. My email address is laurel at laurelthompson.com. Laurel Thompson is L-A-U-R-E-L-T-H-O-M as in Mary, S-E-N as in Nancy. So that's also my website, laurelthompson.com. And I'd like to offer people listening to this podcast a discount on lessons if you're interested in getting some weekly lessons or a second opinion I have some students who, who take with, with other teachers and then they come to me for, for extra help or additional insight. And you can have those in person if you're traveling through the Central California area, or you can take them via Skype. And the discount would be, for the first month, it would be $100 for four half an hour lessons. And you can check out my website and the teaching page and the rates page and all of that to learn more about what I offer. But that would be for your first month and then thereafter, if you wish to continue, which you wouldn't be obligated to do, but we would hope that, that you'd enjoy it and you'd want to stick with me. Um, then we'd go back to the normal rates. Um, I do offer scholarship to select number of students because I do realize that not everyone has to deal with the very expensive um, rates of, of uh, you know, affording California. <laughs> Actually, I have a lot of students right now in Africa, so it's kind of a totally different situation over there, and I understand that. So, so, um, so yeah, so you can go and check out all of that information about me and my teaching, and you can get in touch via email. If you want to find me on Facebook and post a comment, question, or suggestion over there, then that's great. I love to get to get feedback over there, and then you can also like my page. It's just Laurel Thompson Music. And uh, that's pretty easy to find and check out. Post a lot of stuff about tours and, um, you know, just uh, lots of teaching tips and stuff I come across. So try and keep it really engaging and, and interesting. Not just like, oh, I'm playing here now and now I'm over here. And, you know, it's more, try and be more conversational. So come and have a conversation with me. And if you are interested in some of the work I've done with Strings Magazine, you can find that through my site under the writing tab and I have about um, a few dozen at least articles on different techniques and practicing and different stuff sort of a an extension to the podcast really 
And then I also have two guides that are video and text guides about different technique topics. A lot of bowing stuff over there, some vibrato, different stuff like that. And uh, you can find that through that, that uh, writing tab on the laurelthompson.com website as well. So until next time, I hope you make a great first impression and happy practicing.